Morning prayer begins on page three of the prayer book. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Book of the Nineties, Psalm 95, on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 141, on page 517. Lord, I call upon thee, haste thee unto me, and consider my voice when I cry unto thee. Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and keep the door of my lips. O let not mine heart be inclined to any evil thing. Let me not be occupied in ungodly works with the men that work wickedness. Neither let me eat of such things as please them. Let the righteous rather smite me friendly and reprove me. Yea, let not my head refuse their precious balms. As for the ungodly, I will pray yet against their wickedness. Let their judges be overthrown in stony places, that they may hear my words, for they are sweet. Our bones lie scattered before the pit, like as when one breaketh and heweth wood upon the earth. But mine eyes look unto thee, O Lord God. In thee is my trust, O cast not out my soul. Keep me from the snare that they have laid for me, and from the traps of the wicked doers. Let the ungodly fall into their own nets together, and let me ever escape them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the book of Genesis. Now Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. 
Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies in the door, and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Now Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord, and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. He rendered the first lesson. Benedictus asks on page 11, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious stone of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 45th verse of the 6th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat, and go before him to the other side. To Bethsaida, while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Now when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Then he saw them straining at rowing, for the wind was against them. Now about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea, and would have passed them by. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. But immediately he talked with them and said to them, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Then he went up into the boat to them, and the wind ceased, and they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure, and marveled. 
for they had not understood about the loaves, because their heart was hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret and anchored there. And when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him, ran through that whole surrounding region, and began to carry about on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he entered, into villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces, and begged him that he might just touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him were made well. Here ended the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, I beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people that we who are justly punished for our offenses may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness for the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen.
O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth their eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. There's a, I, th I think of reading Genesis 4, there's a kind of um, disturbing implication uh, to it that, um, that still is a, is a trouble people have in the world we live in, that is that Cain, uh, whose offering is rejected, <clears throat> um, and then is angry, and God says, hey, be careful of your anger, uh, you know, uh, then goes out and kills his brother, and we're sort of early in the game here in Genesis, but the fact that God lets that happen, uh, and that's kind of a complaint timelessly about God. How do how you can believe in a God who lets this or that or the other thing happen, uh, especially when it happens to the to those who are innocent? And here, whatever uh, our um, wrestling with that is, here it begins in Genesis four. Uh, God, the, God, the freedom God has given humans is not going to prohibit them from doing things that are overtly wrong. It suggests from the beginning that, that God has established a world in which there's an overarching justice that will be administered that transcends time. Say, you know, come again with glory to judge the quick and the dead, that, that even in the beginning, that Abel will ultimately be justified, and, and, and that's kind of the, the framework. But it, we should note that it's there. Um, we should note also here that this is an offering story. And we mentioned in, this, in the fall yesterday that um, the main human problem is separation from God. And when we're separated from God, not joined to God, you know, in the fullness of the New Testament, in Christ through the Spirit, but here it would be, you know, through the Spirit and, and the word which we are now going to obey, um, the result is sin. And so we see here that um, Cain, his offering is rejected, and we're not given the details of the offering. Um, Hebrews in the New Testament simply says that uh, Abel made his offering in faith, and Cain did not make his in faith. Um, but the language suggests that Abel offers his first and his best to God, anxious to give God his first and best, whereas um, Cain gives some grain. It suggests a grudging offering. And, and so um, Abel offers and his, so he lives in communion with God. And this is, this is an expression of, of the human vocation. This is our vocation that Adam, excuse me, that, that um, Abel epitomizes is to take the creation God has given to us and offer it back to him in thanksgiving. This is what we do eucharistically when we gather as a church. We take the creation through the symbols of bread and wine and offer it. It's what we do when we tithe. We take of all that God has given us. We give the first and best to him. 
and it's, it's, it's reflected in the attitude of generosity, always willing to give of that which God has given us. Um, the wrong, <clears throat> the wrong attitude towards the creation starts when we start grasping it and we say, well, you know, I, I can't give, you know, I've got to hold on to this for myself and I won't have enough or, or God's taking this from me, that, that, which is the attitude of the lack of faith. And it's ironic, um, or paradoxical that the, the generosity of, of giving and stewardship results in blessing from God, but the stinginess usually results in people just being uh, uh, withdrawing into themselves and ending up not, not ever have, having quite enough. But the point here, again, in, in the framework is that um, union with God that Abel experiences leads Abel then to live righteously. Separation from God experienced by Cain then leads Abel to anger and kill his brother. So the answer to sin is not to try hard not to sin. The answer to sin is to be reunited with God, reconnected, and to have our, our, our sins forgiven. And um, it, it stresses the importance of prayer and the sort of struggle of the world to to be good apart from God is the impossibility that um, St. Paul, among others, New Testament, highlight that we, we sin and fall short of the glory of God. We can't do this on our own efforts. Uh, we, can, we can be reconciled to God and Christ through the Spirit, and then in the Spirit we can begin to live in a way that is righteous, um, and we can do this progressively. Um, the only other note today with the um, New Testament lesson, Jesus walking on the water, the Son of God who's become man, here he clearly is his divinity walking on water and, and in, in charge of the elements of creation. But he is himself becoming man to essentially uh, do the thing that is epitomized by Abel, right? To take, to be um, unjustly executed for the sins of the world and be vindicated. And that indicates that Abel as a, as a, as a type will also be vindicated and all who stand and, and live for Christ and accept, you know, continue on in obedience, no matter what opposition comes, will also uh, be vindicated by the Son of God who has become man and lived and died for us. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may please you to comfort them, relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue to all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen.
together the thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then and worthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good with you all this morning. Have a good day. Peace. Thanks, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Thank you.